Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Herb Tyler, Herb TZ, Christian Garrick here with you until 6 o'clock when we hand things off to the LSU Sports Radio Network. Get you set for LSU and Ole Miss tonight at 8.15 in Death Valley. First, though, uh, an arrest has been made in the shooting death of the uh, LSU basketball player Wade Sims. So that is certainly some positive news for yep. a, a campus that has been mourning yep. a little bit, Herb. Yeah, man, it's um, you know, it's it's a sad day right now. You know, um, the kid is 20 years old. He shouldn't, you know, you you don't want to see that. No matter what he's doing, no matter who he is, um, in whatever walk of life that he comes from. So um, it's it's pretty pretty sad. We're, we're mourning that that loss of uh, Mr. Sims, and um, you know, we'll, hopefully we can get a win out of tonight for him in his honor. And they will honor him uh, yep. throughout the game tonight. You'll mm-hmm. see his image on the. Uh, on the Tiger Vision video boards, also they are not going to unveil or do the the, the statue unveil of Billy Cannon publicly. It's going to be privately. It's not going to be as a, so they are they are taking the, the, the steps I think to show respect for the Wade for Wade Sims and his family. So certainly well done by LSU. Getting to tonight's matchup. Phone lines are open at 504-260-1870. Text eight seventy eight seventy. Jeff Palermo at three thirty five. Louisiana Radio Network Sports and News Director, also WWL.com columnist. Also going to have Sam Spiegelman in the five o'clock hour from tigerdetails.com and hang out with me and Herb and Herb let's start dissecting this matchup and one that if you look at it man LSU's defense is going to be tested in the secondary by this this Ole Miss offense they are high octane yep. they like to push the ball down the field big plays are, are the name of their game yep. and, it's, and it's Jordan Tamu at quarterback who I think yep. is better than Shea Patterson I, well I mean you know he's shown that he is right now you know I like Tamu Tamu was originally from Hawaii mm-hmm. you know just like Tua is and uh those guys are doing something well in Hawaii with quarterbacks because there's a lot of them that right. are coming out and that are playing in the SEC as well. Um, but, you know, it's, it's going to be tough for for us to, to, to be able to slow them down, and that's what we need to do. If we can slow them down and not have them be as high-octane as they normally are um, in, in their normal regimen of football on offense for Ole Miss, then we'll be fine. However, we need to continue – to run the ball well so we don't give them the ball back on offense. And um, But you know what, man? I think we're ready. This is going to show and prove what our DBs can do. Can we stay uh, in a man-to-man uh, uh, defensive backfield and try to be able to cause turnovers or fumbles or, or batted passes or things like that? That's what I'm going to be looking forward to. So hopefully Greedy Greedy will have a great uh, game this tonight. Look, and well, Christian Fulton. And, well, look, those guys are going to be tested. I mean, they yep. – They've got two wideouts. Ole Miss has two wideouts that are going to be playing yep. on Sundays for sure. So this they is a do. good test for, for LSU. And one that I think that I was talking to Coach O on Monday, and he jokingly told me, he said, maybe i got to go to Hawaii to find a quarterback. <laughs> you know, Because there's, there's something down there that, they're, like you mentioned, yeah. they're doing well. Uh, but Joe Burrow is progressing well, I would say, for LSU. Well, you know, the, the numbers are kind of – mid-range if you will um yeah they're not gaudy they're not they're not but they're consistent here's the thing though the thing is we're what 100 percent in the red zone we get in the red zone and we're there we we score whether it's a touchdown or a field goal or whatnot but the thing is you like his leadership you know you like his command of the offense you like what he can do to check you out of his bad poise. plays into good plays his poise um the players look up to him as a leader and that's what you want from your quarterback he doesn't have to throw for 400 yards a game and Four touchdowns, you know, as as long as you can put them in the right situations, put them in the right um, um, opportunities to give those guys a really good chance to be successful, that's what he does. So um, we'll see if this continues tonight, which I think it will, and I think we'll be 5-0 and at the end of the day, man. Phone lines, that would be great, 504-260-1870, text 87870. Yep. What I don't want here is 
for an LSU team that's coming off of Louisiana Tech that got a little sloppy mm-hmm, there mm-hmm. in the second half. And then you got Ole Miss here, which you're you're the odds-on favorite and, and pretty heavy favorite to beat the Ole Miss. Should be. You got you got Florida on the road after this. Mm-hmm. You know you got Georgia coming. I, I hope the LSU is not looking ahead. That's my concern. When teams start no. having, young teams start having success, don't look ahead. I'm gonna tell you right now, Coach O's not. He's not gonna have those guys looking ahead of Ole Miss. Ole Miss is a rivalry game for LSU. Period. Um, I mean, you know, if you look beyond them, then you don't. You know, you're you're in the wrong game. You're in the wrong uniform right, right now. You should be somewhere else, but. No, man, Ole Miss is no one to look look beyond, and they're not going to be an easy win by any stretch of the imagination. You have to go out and you have to play your ball game. You, we've got to control the, the line of scrimmage. We've got to on both sides, offensively and defensively. We've got to run the ball, and we also have to make really good judgment on passing plays. When do we do it, and what are we looking at? Because, once again, we don't want to give them the ball back too soon and keep our defense out there and get those guys tired. Herb Tyler, Christian Garrick at front of the Athletic Administration Building on North Stadium Drive. Come Tiger Tailgate right here on WWLAMFM.com. Herb, I see you eyeing those uh, finger sandwiches, man. Eyeing them? You took them down? Took a couple down? I eyed three and they're gone. I don't know where they went. (laughs) Herb Tyler, former LSU quarterback, Christian Garrick here on Tiger Tailgate right in front of the Athletic Administration Building on North Stadium Drive. Come on out and hang out with us. Got a couple fans out here. We'll bring them in. I'm sure they might want to ask you a question or two, so we'll get get a mic routed up here with Todd and uh, see if we can answer some of their questions. Phone yep. lines are open at 504-260-1870, text 870-870. And, you know, we, we continue to talk about this this matchup. And for LSU, you, you got to see against this against this Ole Miss offense, and Coach O talked about this on Monday. Yep. you got to get Rashard Lawrence a push up the middle. You ha- it has to happen. You've got to be able to get in Jordan Tamu's face if you're going to disrupt him. Everybody, man. You know, Rashard Lawrence is the guy, is the name. But, you know, if we can get our front four, front five to, to really get a good push, then, you know, you disrupt everything on the offensive side for Ole Miss, whether it be run or pass. So, um, you know, and the thing is we're waiting for those guys to have a breakout game. And I don't see why this game wouldn't be one, especially with a high-powered offense like Ole Miss has. And if we can go in there, we can have some tackle for losses in the backfield, um, you know, create some pressure on the quarterback and have him throw some errant passes, which could potentially turn into interceptions uh, and or some, 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 some hits on the quarterback to where he can fumble the ball in the process. So, you know, you never know, but I'm going to tell you right now, it's going to be huge. We've got to stop their run and their pass, and the only way to do that, I think, is by starting up front with the defensive line. You know, a game like this is where you're really going to miss Caleb on Chasson, mm-hmm. a pass rushing specialist yeah. that you can you can get pressure on Jordan yeah. Tamu, um, but they're going to have to figure out a way. I know they're still searching for that guy to, to replace Caleb on. Well, here's the thing. The thing is, he's gone. He's not there. I know. So, you know, so then that's been since Miami. That's four games ago, and here we are, 4-0. So, Here's what I think Coach Aranda would definitely do. He's going to bring pressure from other ways. He's going to use nickelbacks, dimebacks to come in um, and, and place pressure on the quarterback in the Ole Miss offense while also dropping linemen in the passing game or you know pass defense just in case to see if something happens. You never know. If you can kind of confuse him, confuse him, fool him a little bit to where he can, you know, you potentially think there's a void in the, in the defense and you throw the ball, and guess what? There's a defensive lineman popping up. Or you can overload their offensive blocking scheme with having that extra one or two guys from the defensive secondary coming in blitzing 504-260-1870 text 870-870 if you want to get involved in the show got a question for herb and the lsu tigers taking on old miss tonight at 815 mm-hmm. it's going to be a pretty electric environment man a true night be. a true night game yes here. finally <laughs> i know We've you know how i feel about the night games i told you we don't do well during you know two thirty, three o'clock four o'clock you can't say off. that now because they went to auburn and beat them at at 2.30. Yeah, but what happened? I mean, we beat them. Yes, happened? we beat them. 
But we were down. We had to come back. So but what I'm saying is we went, can win those games. However, if it was at 8 o'clock, the score would have been 175 LSU and Auburn 6. I'm, t- <laughs> I'm telling you right what, now. What are we on, Saturday Night Live? No, we're not. But I'm just telling you, this is how we play. Ticket? I guarantee tonight we're going to win. We're going to score some points tonight. It's, it's an 8 o'clock game. The, the crowd's going to be electric. Um, you know, the stadium is going to be rocking. You know, the, I mean, the TVs are going to be going in the stadium. The lights are going to be going off. Tiger Band, you know, the go to Band for Tiger Band is going to be blowing. It's going to be something special and magical tonight, I'm telling you. And they got the 1958 National Championship team here. That's it's awesome. Gonna, that's awesome. Be, it's going to be special. And we got, I mean, that's, oh, man, that's just icing on the cake. I caught up with LSU coach Ed Ogeron earlier in the week. Here it is. Take a listen. Her, Welcome back so. to Sports Talk here on WWL, AMFM, and .com. This WWL exclusive interview with LSU head football coach, Ed Ogeron is brought to you by Rouse's, the official supermarket of the Houdat Nation. Coach, if we can start with the win over Louisiana Tech. Um, when I talked to you last week, you were big on, hey, let's finish. Let's finish, come up with the inter- energy, which I think your team did. But the finish in the second half, I don't think was quite where you wanted it, huh? No, you know, we have 24 nothing without 21 unanswered points. Uh, very disappointed and some of the letdowns on defense. But you know what? Everything happens for a reason. We're going to get better this week. What uh, what led to, was it? Communication breakdowns, or mental bus, busts, or yeah, what? I, I think we just kind of let the gas, the pedal off the gas for a little bit, and they had a good team, they had a good scheme, they made some big plays on us. That's an important lesson though for a young team, right? To to know that hey, look, sixty minute yeah. battle. You got to, you got to, especially this week. Now this is going to be a battle all the way to the end. I know you're, uh, you're you're very proud of your red zone offense. What's led to the efficiency there? I think you're fourth in the country uh, in red zone offense. What's led to that? You know, just a, a play calling on Steve Esminga, uh, the, the smartness of our quarterback, uh, the ability to run the football and having big receivers and catch the ball. When you look at uh, your turnovers as well, plus eight, I think, for yes. the year, you focused on, on that a lot in, in camp. Did, did you all go through that a lot? It is a big focus for us. You know, last year we, we only gave up eight turnovers, which was – led the nation, but we didn't force enough turnovers. So this year we went to some drills that the New England Patriots do. We did it a lot. We focused on it a little bit, and it's working. How much are you liking your pass rush? You want to see that improve? Yeah, I didn't like it at all last game. I didn't like our plan. We just didn't do it well. You know what? I'm in charge of it, so i got to do a better job of it. You think that you guys can maybe stress getting more push from the interior? Yeah, we got to get our big guys. We got to get some stuff going. We got to get an edge rush going. But our big guys got to win on one-on-one battles. Uh, the guys stepped up the pocket, scrambled too much on the inside. We got to fix our pass rush legs. Looking at Ole Miss's offense, this is a this is a, a pretty potent group. They like to throw the ball down the field. They like to push it. So just yeah. talk about that a little bit. No question. I mean, they got some of the best receiving cores. We're going to see their tight end had nine catches against us. Tamu is a great quarterback in their system. They got a good offensive line. This is going to be a big challenge. On Friday night, they're unveiling the Billy Cannon statue, right? And this is such a great rivalry, Ole Miss-LSU. You've been a part of it on both sides. And uh, just talk about the atmosphere you might hear, might see on Saturday night, 8-15 kickoff, so you yeah. know LSU fans are going to be pretty revved up for it. Yeah, this is going to be great. This is, gonna, this is a great rivalry, and uh, Ole Miss is going to come to battle. This is their game of the year, and it's a big game for LSU. Billy Cannon honoring the 50, 1958 National Championship team. What a great night for the Tigers. I know Tiger Stadium is going to be wild. I can't wait to – how, how has Joe Burrow progressed from week one to now here we are in week five? Getting rid of the ball quicker, you know, under 2.5 seconds, uh, throwing the ball quick. Steve has got some quick game in him for him. He's making good decisions. Uh, he still had not thrown the interception. We didn't like the FOMO, uh, but uh, he's a leader for us. He's 4-0. You're banged up a little bit along, along the offensive line. What did you think of their play, though, last week? I thought they did good. I was pleased with Bedora Trar. I was pleased with Chase Hein the second time he has to come in with Garrett. D. Lou's doing a good job, and I thought Austin Declan played his best game. Do you think we'll, we'll get you guys will get Sadiq Charles back? 
Uh, it looks like it. He's questionable, but hopefully we'll get him towards the end of the week. I'll know more about Thursday and Friday. Is that ancient history, the, your, your time at Ole Miss? In other words, does this game mean yeah. any more to you, or is it ancient history? No, not at all. You know, that's a long time ago, 13 years ago. It was a great opportunity for me and my family. But we moved on. We LSU Tigers, and we're happy we are. Coach, good luck this week, all right? Go Tigers. That's a wrap on our weekly visit with LSU head football coach Ed Ogeron, brought to you by Rouse's, the official supermarket of the Houdat Nation. All right, what's your prediction for LSU Ole Miss? That's our Blue Runner Foods opinion poll online for you at WWL.com. LSU by more than seven, LSU by seven or less, Ole Miss by seven or less, or Ole Miss by more than seven. Right now, 51% of the votes going LSU by more than seven. That's kind of where I would go. Uh, LSU, again, if they can get off the field, if they can force, if they can force uh, you know, three and outs and, and get mm-hmm. off the field defensively, they should win this game going away. Yeah, we should. We should. Um, I don't see why not. I mean, it's going to be tough. I'm going to tell you, man, Ole Miss is going to come in. They're going to sling the ball around. They're going to want to try to do what they do. They want to turn it into a track meet if they can. That's they want to turn it into a track meet. That's every game. That's every quarter. That's every series that they have. They want to do that. But you know what we're going to do? We're going to shut that track meet down tonight. That's what we're going to do because we're Easy. the Tigers. You're not playing tonight oh, now. Oh, I'm not? I'm not. You're not oh, playing okay, tonight. Okay. So well, I'm going to hold back a, cool just the a, little bit. a little bit. I'm going to wait till 630 then and get this thing going. <laughs> and look, the offensive line's been a bit of a patchwork all season long due to injuries. Yeah. And they're playing that's guys up there that they hadn't planned on playing. And that's mm-hmm. the unfortunate part about week in and week out. They're just really getting thin there. Here's where we're going to find out where we are with our coaching staff and how we're going to be able to bring these guys together and kind of mix and match the guys and kind of see who plays well together as a unit. That you know, that's when that's when you really tell you know, or you're earning your 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 dollars, if you will, as a coach, because that's the most difficult thing to do. I mean, you you go into a season with you know a set of guys that you think are going to be the guys, and then all of a sudden you lose two. One and then three, and then you know you've got some true freshmen that you have to throw in the game, or you got some guys that that hadn't played much that are juniors or seniors, and then so. But you know the thing about it though, it's it's it doesn't matter because you have that Monday through Thursday, Friday to get ready and see who those guys will be, and they're either going to get the job done or they won't. But you won't know that until Saturday. But you got to at least put them in the right situation and give them the best opportunity to be successful. Yeah, they have depth. It's just unproven depth along the offensive line. So, mm-hmm. and that's getting tested early. But I, mm-hmm. you know, you, you want to look at this LSU offense, mm-hmm. and it's not operating at full strength. That's the thing. And you hope that you're full strength by the time you get to Georgia and Alabama. Yeah. Because I think, you know, it's it's kind of unfair right now to totally judge this offense because of the patchwork offensive line. You get what I'm saying here? Mm-hmm. No, I think what you're saying is that absolutely key. If you want a time. When your offensive line or anyone or any set of a group of players to be injured, right now is the time. You don't want it to happen against the Georgians, and you know, going into next week or whatever. So hopefully, those guys that we have injured will come back this week coming up, and they'll be fine. But we need to make sure that we can get the guys who are going to be filling in for those guys really good playing time tonight. Um, get used to playing against a formidable uh, SEC foe that's in the West, um, and you know, and try to make those guys come of age, if you will, right now. So it's going to be tough, but I think it's something that they can do, and we'll see. The challenge is going to be on. What do you think of this guy's shorts right here? Pretty, pretty I sharp. love those shorts, man. I got to get me two pair of those. Uh, purple and gold. I want the checkered. purple and gold, and I want the gold and purple ones. That's what I want. <laughs> I like them. Well done. He's got the sneakers to match. He's all purple and all Looking gold. Looking good, baby. I like it. I like Tiger it. tailgating here on the home of the Tigers, WWL. Phone lines are open at 504-260-1870. Yep. Text 870-870. If you're looking at this matchup uh, for, for Ole Miss, what are you trying to do defensively to slow down the Tigers' offense? Um, you know, I'm going I'm to I'm force you to beat me by running the ball. 
to be honest with you, because you got to show me that your offensive lineman can, can push me around and do what they need to do. Now, I don't know if Ole Miss is built for that. I mean, you know, they're, they're so used to uh, of their offense. Um, their defense is not good. No, I know. I know. <laughs> I know. Not I'm not going to say they're not good. They're not They're not as good as they could be. Let's say that. Um, You're kinder because, than I am. Because you just never know. You never know what's going to happen. So yeah. I, think, I think they need to try to take away all the passing game from LSU because LSU is going to, Try to run the ball. That's what they're going to do. If I, if I'm LSU, I would try to run the ball to make sure that that they can, you know, that we don't give the ball back to Ole Miss's offense, so that they can they can have whatever time on the field. But you know, I, if, if we can stop, if they can stop LSU's run or force them to run the ball, then I think that that's where LSU, uh, Ole Miss is successful. He's Herb Tyler. I'm Christian Garrick out at North Stadium Drive in front of the Athletic Administration Building. Yep. Tiger Tailgating here on WWLAMFM.com. Hanging out here on Tiger Tailgating. Phone lines are open at 504-260-1870. Text 870-870. Missed you last week, man. Did you have fun down there watching your daughter, though, at Georgia Tech? My man, my wife, Lori, and I, we had an excellent time last week in Atlanta. Um, we watched a little bit of Clemson in Georgia Tech, and um, and we watched a little more of our daughter actually dancing, doing her thing on the sideline. But um, I got we got a ton of pictures and things of that nature. I, you know, I, I, Clemson. Did not really impress me last week, really? watching them in person. And they definitely didn't impress me today either, what they did. Um, but it's, you know, th- there's a question from somebody who asked me, they asked me whether or not, you know, if the way Clemson played today and if LSU, you know, plays really well against Ole Miss, do they jump in the top four? I don't know. Right. I don't know. I don't know if that's something we really want right now. You know what I mean? Because you can be feeling yourself. I like to sit at that five, that six. And be right there right now until we really have to prove ourselves, because you know, I mean, you just never know. I mean, I think I think they can probably get into that top four, but I don't know. But to answer your question, man, we had a great time last weekend. How about Old Dominion? That that shocker last week. Old Dominion? I didn't over, see that over Virginia Tech. Yeah. Oh no, I didn't even Whew. see that. No, that's great. That's that's what that's why you played the game, baby. I, this is what I've been trying to tell you. This is why you play the game. Now LSU is going to win every game. Period. They won't lose ever. With that being said, other teams can lose to a lesser foe or whatever. That's why you played the game. Troy State has been beating people left and right who they weren't or not supposed to beat. But if you go back and you look at those, the, the coaching staff on that team, they get those guys ready to play. They may not be as big and strong and fast as everybody else, but you know what? They'll get to the chase before you do, and they'll beat you at some point. So I like that, man. That's all. That's awesome. I like it. Clemson survived the scare from Syracuse, number yeah, three Clemson, did. 27-23. Clemson prevails. Baylor mm, is pretty rough right now against Mm-mm. Oklahoma, who survived the scare last week against Army. Yeah, twenty to six right now in the second quarter. Yeah, uh, Oklahoma leads Baylor, Pittsburgh, and University of Central Florida in the second quarter as well, twenty-one to seven. They're on top of Pitt and Tennessee in the SEC against number two Georgia, down ten to nothing in the second quarter. So the ball is kind of hanging tough Watch with, out, with Georgia. Yeah, I like I like the, I like Tennessee. I love one of my favorite coaches, David Johnson, is coaching there. So. He's one of my favorite people in the world, so I got to pull for whatever team he's going. Number number eighteen, Texas sixteen, Kansas State zero in the second quarter as well. University of Southern Miss and Auburn, number ten Auburn seven nothing for the Plainsmen. I will not call them the Tigers. I'm not calling them the Tigers. I refuse. <laughs> they're either War Eagle or they're the Plainsmen. They're not the Tigers. I'm not going there. Well, they're, they're definitely War Eagles. Yeah. They will take you to war. I will tell you that. Coming they're up, Jeff Tigers. Palermo here momentarily. WWL.com columnist uh, pick his brain as we do each and every week. Jeff, mm-hmm. Jeff's got some great insight as to this matchup tonight. LSU and Ole Miss at yep. 8-15 kickoff with Chris Blair, the voice of the Tigers. And and this is one where you're looking at it and, you, and you're saying, 
okay, another SEC game, right? And then you, you peel that one back and, and try to get to 5-0. and oh, And mm-hmm. we were talking earlier about rankings. I think it's irrelevant right now where LSU's I agree. ranked. I agree. I mean, like all these teams, outside of Alabama, we know Alabama's the best team in the country. We just do. All right? You say you have some questions about Clemson. I do, too. I, Georgia, and L- Georgia and Alabama are clearly the top two teams. Outside of that, once you get past that, we don't know enough yet about all these teams in the top ten. We don't know enough. We haven't seen a big enough sample size. So I don't get caught up with the idea of, hey, you know, um, LSU's ranked fifth. Are they ranked sixth? They yeah. should be higher or lower. We, we, we don't know yet. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, because you got too many teams that are undefeated. You know, Notre Dame's undefeated. Stanford's undefeated. Um, you know, Ohio State's undefeated. And they always are undefeated at this time of the year. And then all of a sudden they lose to somebody. And I like Ohio State. I think they have a really good team. I think they got a, you know, they're off to a really good start. They got a great quarterback in Haskins. But, you know, I don't know what they're going to do, you know. I mean, you just never know. And I, I, rankings never matter. At the end of the day, it's whether you win or lose that game that night. So, and you can be ranked number one and you can lose every, you know, lose the game that doesn't matter the most at all. But you can be ranked number 100 and win the game that matters the most to you. So, it matters yeah. when the college football selection committee. That's it. That, that's that's the rankings that, that ultimately ultimately mean that's something. It. Yep. Because right now, we, again, we don't know enough about whether it's Auburn. Look at Auburn. Start out with a win over Washington. That gets upset by LSU at their place. They're back in the top ten at, at yep. number ten. Before that's said and done, they could be in the top four. You, mm-hmm. you just, Clemson. You don't know if they're going to be at three. Uh, Washington was a team. University of Washington was a team that a lot of people. It was the sexy, trendy pick where they were saying that watch out for the Huskies being being in the Final Four or the no. playoffs. So. Uh, you just you just simply don't know, and and that's the that's the bottom line. You like it, you're encouraged for LSU, especially if they can get to that Georgia game, six and zero. And this place, Tiger Stadium, is going. This campus is going to be unreal. <laughs> we will be six and zero going into Georgia game. Right. Hey, I, I, look, I don't I don't disagree with you. I, I think they, they beat this team going away today, and I think I think so. I think Florida's a team that's still trying to find themselves in yep. the SEC and we trying to find their them. identity. And that's they'll it. go on the road there at Ben Hill Griffin Stadium in the swamp and, and take care of business. And I think they will be six and zero when Georgia comes to town. Number number three, uh, number two, Georgia. This play, I'm telling you, I want it to happen because I want to be able to do a show here on Tiger Tailgating, yep. and and this campus be pretty much just a buzz. Mm-hmm. Just I mean, be packed like like a bunch of red ants everywhere out of there. Everybody, just you know, I mean, because that's what you want. Yeah. I mean, that's what that's what it's all about. It's college football, college game day. Should be here for that game. You know what I mean? Yep. And then when we beat them that game, that week, then we, they come back for Alabama, baby. Two year, two two games in one season, college game day will be here. And this is hey, the season. If they beat Georgia, first off, they'll be there. The college game day will be will be here for Georgia. If it's six and if they're six yes. and if LSU six and, and, and if Georgia. they beat Georgia, mm-hmm. and I know Jeff's probably rolling his eyes right now. Jeff Palermo, <laughs> our WWL.com columnist. Jeff, we're getting way ahead of ourselves, aren't we? I think even if they lose to Florida, I still think they come because, just because this is Georgia's. It, it'll be Georgia's toughest test of the regular season, I think. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I think you know, and I haven't looked at what the other games are that week but considering that might be georgia the only time they may get knocked off or challenged granted georgia's got auburn later in the year but uh that, that it'll be their toughest road test and they may want to be here in baton rouge to uh, to see if uh, maybe the big upset happens jeff let's focus on tonight's game lsu Ole miss at 8 15 at tiger stadium and we were talking about how if, if you're lsu you've got to force this high octane offense into some three and outs and, and bring pressure. That's the only way you're going to, excuse me, disrupt Jordan Tamu in this in this high flying Rebels offense. Yeah, somewhere they got to get some pe- pressure. Um, you know, Ed Orgeron talked about this week getting Andre Anthony out there, getting him more involved and not see him as much against Louisiana Tech. 
as he played against Auburn just because of the scheme that LSU's defense was running. But um, I would imagine Ed Orgeron is saying, hey, we can't, for whatever reason, as good as uh, Richard Lawrence is, Braden Fajeco, uh those guys have uh, put up some decent stats and played well. Mm-hmm. They have not been able to really get after the passer as much as they'd want. And you're missing Caleb Von Tasson, so you gotta you got to get your mm-hmm. best pass rusher out there as much as possible in a game like today. And uh, they, uh, they're they going to have to put some pressure on him. There's no doubt about that. If not, uh, he's going to go. Uh, Ole Miss is going to throw for 350 yards, and this may be a game in the fourth quarter like it was last week. Jeff, offensively, do you think LSU is going to leave the ball in Burroughs' hands or, or are we going to be a running back by committee tonight? What do you think? Well, I think you'll see the one-two punch of uh, Brosset along with obviously and Clyde Edwards Elair. I think Elair mm-hmm. that was his coming out party last week against Louisiana Tech. I'd like to see a little bit more of that. I think he can get a little one two punch. I think Bro set through the first month of the season has shown that he's a legitimate SEC back. A guy uh, a guy that can play every down, but in, in this world of uh, football that we play now, you wanna have more than one running back back there. So uh, I would like to see them try to establish the run in, in this game and and then maybe set it up for a little more play action for Burrow and mm-hmm. maybe uh, some strikes down the field. Jeff Palermo, our WWL.com columnist here on Tiger Tailgate. And if you're Ole Miss's defense, if, you, if you're putting together the game plan, how do you counteract the LSU offense and, and keep this a game? Because I think for, for, for Ole Miss to stay in this game, they're going to have to get some contribution from their defense that has been pretty woeful. I think you want to put LSU in second and third long situation. And, and while Ole Miss statistically is not very good when you look at where they are ranking-wise in the SEC as far as how many points and yardage and all that kind of stuff, they do have 32 tackles for a loss on the season. Um, I, you know, I don't know if that's a little bit of a fluky number, but that's a big number in my opinion. That means that's eight tackles for a loss a game through four games. So if they're able to wreak havoc in the backfield, and we already know LSU comes into this game with another uh, starting five on the offensive line, so there may be some more issues there when it comes to pass protecting or even run blocking. I think Ole Miss has got to try to figure out get LSU in second and third long situations and Maybe uh, I know it's hard to turn LSU over, but you can't frustrate them. We've seen that. I mean, you can get them, you can get them off the field quickly offensively, and I think the biggest way to do that is try to force those uh, three and outs or whatnot. Yeah, I agree. Um, that, you know, another thing too. I think tonight, do you see LSU using the tight end much in the passing game with as much running, uh, you know, running the football that they'll be doing? I think they ought to incorporate the, the tight end in the game. Tonight. Well, they got they got Foster Morrow involved more last week. That was uh, might mm-hmm. have, that was probably his best game offensively, and um, I, I would say so. Uh, I mean, uh, right now you know you can count on Jordan or Justin Jefferson, but I think other teams have started to realize that um, LSU likes to go to him. So yep. like, uh, in against Louisiana Tech, uh, didn't find uh, they didn't find him as much as uh, they normally do, but. Stephon Sullivan has certainly emerged. The Anderson's made some catches. And then I think the fourth option there is, uh, is, is Foster Morrow. Unless, you know, Jonathan Giles uh, breaks out of the spunk that he's in and gets more involved in this offense, which uh, up until this point, he's been a non-factor. Jeff Palermo, give us your thoughts, man. Is LSU running away with this? Oh, boy. Uh, well, they haven't ran away with any game where they're, <laughs> where they're the significant favorite. So I'm going to go with the pattern and – the fact that it's Ole Miss and it's a, it's a rivalry game and 
It's gonna uh, be tough. The, the, the weather's going to be good uh, to throw the football. So uh, I, I could, you know, I, I think the last I saw the point spread was around 12. I could see LSU winning there this game anywhere between 10 and 17 points tonight. Uh, I, I don't think that's going away. That's going. That, that's going away. I, I, I think three touchdowns is going away I, I, in my mind, but. Um, I, I think this game is uh, a little bit in doubt once we hit the fourth quarter. Yeah, you should have seen the look, Jeff, I got from, from Herb when I said, do they, do, they, do they win going away? He looked at me like I got three eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, it's just uh, so far they've kind of played to the – I don't want to say they played to the level of their competition, but this is yeah. not an offense that we've seen through four weeks that just goes out and dominates for 60 minutes. They are going to have their lulls in the game, and that's yep. And, and we've seen, and we've actually seen the defense have its lulls through the game too. They, they we have against against Miami, against uh, uh, the obviously the shutout against Southeastern, but Auburn had its run. Uh, Louisiana Tech had its run. So this team hasn't put together a full sixty minutes, and I don't know if it necessarily happens tonight. It'd be great to see it, but um, you, you got to go with what you've seen so far, and this is a team that plays for. About uh, 45 minutes <laughs> or 40 minutes, but that yeah. 45, 40 minutes has been has been very good. Jeff Palermo, our WWL.com columnist. Thanks for the visit, man. We appreciate it. Thanks, Jeff. All right, guys. You have a good one. All, All right. right. Herbert Christian here on Tiger Tailgate and live on LSU's campus in front of the Athletic Administration building on North Stadium Drive. This is WWL. Heard that uh, Christmas commercial, and I'm sitting here going, man, Yes. We're, we're, yes. We're by Christmas? I mean, we're talking about Christmas right now. We haven't even reached October. Yes. Herb's, I well, just much. learned something. Herb, so you're a big, so t- the, the Hallmark, well, tell me about this now. So the Hallmark Channel is one of the greatest channels in, in the universe. Okay, okay. so let's, let's talk about this, and, and we're going to be, you know, thank you very much. David Potter. Yeah, David, David knows what's up, man. So the Hallmark Channel, you know, during Christmas time, they make original Christmas movies. Okay. And it's like, you know, the same four, five, six starring characters in all of these movies, but it's about all sorts of different themes. But I got to watch every last one of them every year that they come on because it's so just you binge watch the Hallmark Channel. Yes, you don't. I no, can't believe, I don't even know Hallmark had a channel. Come on, man! Hallmark Channel and Christmas movies are. Look, man, I'm old. Your buddy's my, like my wife. Like, no. I ain't, that, that ain't my boy. Fly it on. The guy you got. The no. guy you got with you. Who, tell, wait, for, tell, one of your former Tell teammates. them about the Hallmark movies, baby, with Christmas. Tell them. Tell <laughs> them that's what I like. I love it. See? So, tell tell everybody who your teammate is that you got here. It's Arnold Miller, um, number 98. Um, he played with me from 95 through 98 at LSU, and Arnold played defensive end, and we call him Fly. He, you know, and Arnold was one of the guys that used to block all of the, 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 the field goal attempts from the yeah. other team and, and extra points and things of that nature. Arnold is, when you admitted that you binge-watch Hallmark, now was you gotta call trying him to fly disassociate now. yourself. I don't know Arnold, but call him Fly. Okay, fly. Fly was basically moving his chair. Like, hey, I don't want to be around. I don't want to be associated with Herb Tyler. You know why? You know why? Because he comes over with the popcorn. Okay, he brings oh, the popcorn. He's shaking his head. And, and the Kool Aid. All right. I can see why. I can see why he blocks so many field goals and his hands see, are yeah. He, his look, hands he's, are gigantic. He's 18 feet away from me. He's got both his arms around me. You yeah. see that? Herb Tyler, Christian Garrick, having some fun here. Tiger tailgating continues here on WWL AMFM.com. Winding down hour number one here. Going to yes, be here until 6 o'clock. So Teasy on Tiger tailgate. K-Dog. Herb Teasy. I don't call myself K-Dog. I'll let you He don't, that. but I, that's K-Dog over there, baby. K-Deasy off the easy. The <laughs> phone lines are open. <laughs> having some good, t- having a fun time here on Tiger tailgate. Phone lines are open at 504-260-1870. Text 87870. Our Blue Runner Foods opinion poll. Give us your prediction. LSU by more than seven, less than seven. Ole Miss by more than seven. Or Ole Miss by less than seven. Right mm-hmm. now, everybody, the majority picking LSU 
by more than seven. And I, oh, we were talking about I Jeff. Too. We were talking to Jeff earlier, and he, he said, ah, I can see a 10-point, 10, 10 to 12-point, 10 to 17-point mm-hmm. victory. Look, by, by my standards, if you win by double digits, that's a runaway victory. It just is. No, I agree. I, look, for me, <laughs> we, don't, we, don't, we don't have an explosive offense. So if we win by half a point, that's running away with it. For me, I'm good. I mean, it's, it's tough. It's difficult. You're not going to beat teams, especially when you're, you know, you're playing against a team that's similar to you. Um, you're not going to beat them by more than 12, 13, 14 points. And that's just the way it is. But I, I, I see the night going, you know, somewhere around 10, 11 points yeah, I, for the LSU. I, I think that if you're, like I said with Ole Miss, they want to turn it into a uh, track meet. Mm-hmm. If you're LSU, you kind of. I, I could see them playing a little bit more of a ball control offense to help their defense out. Yeah. Get the ground game going. Definitely. Bleed the clock a little bit. Don't put your defense on in too many situations. What you can't have, what you can't have is LSU going three and out offensively often because you're putting that offense, that, that explosive Ole Miss offense, against that defense a lot, and you, it'll, it'll eventually tire them out. Well, this week will help you with the weeks coming up. And if you can prove to yourself and your team this week that you can sustain drives and score touchdowns or even score – um, um, you know, field goals and things like that, then that would be awesome, man. That's, There's the oldest awesome. Rebels ro- rolling in right now on the bus. Yeah, yeah they're going the wrong way. What are they coming? Don't you come down no North <laughs> Tyler Stadium Drive. What's wrong with you, man? You made the wrong right turn. Let's go get the – hold on, man. Let me put this. <laughs> <laughs> you are out of control right now. Herb wants, Herb wants to want play something. I want some you Ole Miss. Yeah, why, man, let me tell you something. I hadn't played in 20, almost 50 years, feels like. Um, but I can't give them nothing. <laughs> I'm done, man. I can't do anything. I wouldn't mind. Not one throw? Not one. I can give you a good throw at okay. practice. <laughs> at practice. If there's nobody, if there's nobody <laughs> it's like past skeleton. There's got to be routes on air. I don't even want routes. Just, <laughs> just like, you go stand right there. And I'm doing this. You Let are, me tell you. I'm going to tell you. You are in rare form today, man. I can do it. I can still do it in my mind. You know you. what I mean? And I can probably do it oh, physically. Look, there's a lot of things I can do in my mind I can't do physically. I can do it physically, but I choose not to. I don't want everybody to see my great physicality that I have. Herb Tyler, Christian Garrick, one hour of Tiger Tailgating in the books. Come hang out with us at, in front of the Athletic I can't Administration they drove right past building. Us. This is oh, Tiger Tailgating here on WWL. And wound up Herb Tyler at that. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.